right, welcome into another episode of the Growing Faith Podcast. Uh, my name is Rick McClatchy. I'm a staff pastor at Manor House Church in Portland, Oregon, and uh, I'm super happy to be here with you today to be your host. Um, and we are going to continue on a journey that we've been on for some time, uh, quite a few episodes now with my good friend, Mark Jones. Um, years ago, he wrote a book called Unscripted. Uh, the, kind of the concept of the book is uh, basically just trying to get people into time alone with God to just to just set aside all the distractions and the craziness of life and and make time and make priority to their relationship with God to uh, it, it's just so crazy um, how much God wants to be with us and how much he wants to have a relationship with us and um, and, and we know there is an enemy of our soul and he knows that uh, as long as he can keep us out of God's presence and out of relationship with him, he can kind of have his way with us. But if he loses us across that line or through that doorway into the presence of God, uh, he'll know that uh, we'll discover the true beauty, the true beauty of life that he has no ability uh, to fake or to replace. And um, it loses a lot of his uh, grasp on people's hearts once they see the beauty and the glory of who God is. Um, and so that's kind of been, uh, Mark, your uh, your life's call, you know, is just simply been to call people into relationship with God, right? I mean, uh, some people fancy themselves a counselor. And uh, although I know you've given great counsel uh, to me as a friend, you've given me good counsel over the years. Um, but really, it's so much more just who you point them to. Uh, rather than uh, what, you know, maybe great wisdom you try to impart to someone. And so I love how basically your your best piece of advice is uh, get alone with Jesus, you know, go, go, go meet with Jesus. And uh, so welcome in today. Glad you're here. How are you today? Doing good. Glad to be with you and excited for those listening uh, and uh, anything we can do to point people to a closer walk with God, I think, is, is key. We're in such a busy, high-paced uh, society and trying to get so many things done that just honestly, in, even in my life personally, that just got left out being alone with God just in, in trying to get things done missed the most important things. So it's so good we can settle in on these things and just talk about them and and honestly, just really reflect on God's goodness and, and how close we can be to him. I always love the thought he waits up all night for us to get up. And we're always talking about the morning, setting that time aside, being with him and cultivating that close walk with him. Yeah, so good. We've we've uh, gone a few episodes together. We did uh, back uh, months and months and months ago, we did two episodes uh, just talking about the first 15, kind of that challenge to give God the first 15 minutes of your day. Um, then as we came back and we wanted to dig into the content of your book, Unscripted, um, and, and really we would say that it's it's not, I, I like we were talking about it before we started recording today. It's not like a book full of answers. Um, it's a book that just simply tries to get people through the doorway of, of the presence of God. Like if you can just get there, um, God will take care of the rest. So um, that's really <laughs> the whole book is almost like 
I don't want to cheapen the book. This will sound uh, just hear my heart when I say this. It's like it's like a, it's like a sales job to just get people like, no, like you don't understand. This is the best thing you could ever have. And and uh, I, I say this a lot about small groups that trying to get people into small groups is trying to get somebody to take a drink when they don't know that they're thirsty. Um, and and I think that this uh, this book uh, does a lot of that in the getting people to connect with God kind of piece is that uh, you legitimately have people that have all kinds of issues and challenges and pressures and stress in their life. And they don't realize that the peace of God is is the thing that they need. And so, um, so you're, that's the tricky part of this one is there's a spiritual warfare uh, resistance type of dynamic that comes into play. But also there's just this fact of like, people don't get, they don't know what they don't know. They don't get the whole uh, thing. And so it's one of those things where once you get there and you experience God's love and you, you, you understand what he's all about, then it's like, oh, well, why in the world haven't, haven't I been doing this my whole life? You know, and, and why didn't somebody tell me about this earlier? And so we're just, you know, I know we're a few episodes in, but I, I know there's going to be somebody that dials in today. It's the first, and it'll be the first time they ever listen to one of our podcasts and they'll have to go back and, you know, get the other episodes to catch up or whatever. But um, this is going to be that moment where they're going to be like, man, why didn't somebody tell me about this before? But today's the day, today's the day to step in today's the day uh, to make that commitment. And so, so we did a couple of episodes on the 40 day worship challenge, and that's just the make a commitment to take the step to make, make, you know, make the appointment to grow the relationship. And um, then we talked about the, the keys to intimacy with God. Um, we, you know, we've previously kind of called them steps, but they're not very sequential per se, other than maybe surrender is kind of always first. Um, so we took some time. We talked about surrender and celebrating and meditation and then um, surrender is probably always my favorite topic for us to talk about because it's so key. But man, the the open topic that we had in the last episode was just uh, uh, really impacting um, just uh, that laying your heart open before the Lord, allowing him to know you and to speak to you and and then adjust you and change you. And so um, and so then today we get to jump into uh, dedicate. And so. Um, I would actually like to just kind of uh, push the ball over to you and say, um, you know, lay the groundwork to, uh, for me about this topic of dedicate and uh, and let's just jump into this next key. Well, I want to I want to share that, you know, this is such a critical part of, of the such a critical key to dedicate our life to the Lord. But I, I want to say it in such a way that it's it's exciting to dedicate our day to the Lord. It, it, it's because we know the time alone with him in the morning is not something we just do and then we walk away. We have that time with the Lord and then we go do our own thing. But when we think about dedicate, we want to think about God's presence going with us all day, that we're no longer on our agenda, but we're on his agenda. We're no longer doing our thing, we're doing his thing. And I I think that that's where the profound thought of our life is not our own anymore, that we don't any longer own our life, but our life's been purchased. And, and, 
And so we've already settled surrender. That's the challenge. Are we really going to surrender our will to God's will? Meaning give full, we, we define surrender as giving the Holy Spirit full control of our life. That means not 99-1, that means 100-0. That means <laughs> we're no longer in control. That's a looming uh, thought for people. I always ask classes whenever I'm doing this because there's always this surrender issue and then there's this dedicate issue. And in surrendering, you're giving God complete control. And to me, this is exciting that we have this opportunity. I ask classes, how many of you are struggling with surrender? I always ask that. And always about half the people raise their, I mean, I ask them how many are struggling with giving your life completely over to Jesus. And, and they're honest enough, they're all raised their hand. I think, well, that's beautiful because that's our starting point because that's the big ask by God. He's asking us to yield our entire life. So dedicate in its essence is that we're walking with God all day long. I wrote down in here this one thought that, that I wanted to share. This is about dedicating our life to God's work before we start the day. Meaning that, that God has a plan for that day. God's got a design on that day. God already has something that he wants us to accomplish. I remember one guy said, you know, he said, before I started the 40-day worship challenge, and I might have shared this already. I used to ask the Lord at night. He said, did I do anything redemptive today? And he would think I didn't. Didn't love anybody. Didn't care about anybody. Didn't, didn't step out of my way. I just, I just basically motored through life. And then he said, I started the 40-day worship challenge. And I began to surrender. And I began to, to celebrate the Lord. I began to meditate on his word. I began to open my heart to him. I began to dedicate the day to him and he said, he said, man, he said, I started to do the same thing at night, reflecting, did I do anything redemptive that day? And he started to realize, wow, I stepped out here and I did this. And I, and so we really realized that God has a plan for that day. Like my day yesterday, <laughs> I had no idea what was going to happen yesterday, but I try in the morning to dedicate the day to him to, to say, I'm on your agenda, not my agenda. I, I want to do what you want. Well, a lot of times and sometimes, and we'll get to listen and obey later, but but you've got to have a start. These are like, like you said, these are doorways we go through. But what does dedicate mean? It means I'm not in control. It means my life is his. It means uh, that that he has a plan. So last night there, I, on my, I kind of put a little to-do list together, but I try not to get too caught up in that. I want to do what he wants me to do, but I got to one part and he said, I dedicated my day. And he said, we'll talk about this later too, but he said, do this. And I was kind of like resistant to, I, I didn't know if that person would reject me. If I called. I didn't want to handle rejection. I didn't know because it was an ask. I was asking for help. on something. And I, but I remember thinking, wow, I dedicated this day to the Lord. I need to do what he says. And, and so when, when, when you recognize that this isn't a mechanical thing, this isn't something we just do in the morning, then we go off to do. No, it's, it's, and it's an adventure. I want to, 
I want us to think about this as a, an adventure, a journey, as our church likes to describe it, an adventure, a, a, a mysterious yet planned out plan of God that we get to get on his plan for that day. And I, I wrote in the, in the book here, once we realize his presence is all we really want or need, then the rest of life becomes an opportunity to experience him. <laughs> so when we realize he's our reward, the whole reward of the day is to be with him. So this is the idea around dedicating. So I had Psalms 37 here, 23 and 24. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall for the Lord holds them by the hand. If you just, if we just think of that, that's relational context right there. That's intimacy language. That's so exciting. And so when, I th when we think about dedicating the day to the Lord, I want us to think about being in God's presence all day. When I made that call yesterday, just out of simple obedience, and we'll talk more about that, because really all these are linked up. You can't have one without the other. So we jump it ahead just a bit. But the, that phone call was so fulfilling, so timely, so a part of what that day was to hold. But honestly, I'm getting any more just trying to follow the Lord in, in daily activities. It's amazing that he's so specific. And that when I start the day, yeah, I've got a few things on the agenda. And yeah, we've got our scheduled times and we've got this. But he's got so much more. That's what I want to say to the listeners. He's got so much more. But it all starts in that morning time, that organic moment, those, those times where he's loving, putting his love in our heart, filling us up. I always think the morning is about being loved being accepted and being set free. So if it, if in 50 to 20 minutes, we experience his love, his acceptance and his freedom, we're, we're ready to dedicate a day to the Lord and see what doesn't happen out of the flow of the spirit. So those are some ideas that, that I just, I never like to think of these things as a religious obligations. I love to think of them as relational opportunities that, 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 this is a true living relationship that we have with the Lord. Yeah, I think that's so good because it helps to begin to, to, to tear down the compartmentalization that we sometimes do with our lives where, um, and, and you can easily fall into this trap with, with a concept like the first 15. The trap is that you could give God the first 15 and then keep the rest for yourself. When, when really, you know, the first 15 is not like, hey, give God the first 15 and then forget about the rest. It's uh, start with the first and then, you know, and, and the rest will follow. The rest can flow from there. And, and that's really God's heart is that he would, he would have our whole heart. He would have our whole life. And because he knows that his way is the best way. He knows that his way is life and fullness and, and true happiness and joy. And it's all found in him, in his presence is the fullness of joy. Um, you know, it's like, man, 
I, I love, I, I believe it's C.S. Lewis points, uh, paints a picture of uh, a kid uh, playing in a little mud pit, you know, like he's, he's making mud pies in his little, in his little mud pit. And, uh, and, and the parents are like, Hey, we're going to go to this beautiful beach house. And we want you to come, uh, come with us on this retreat to the beach. And, and the kid just looks up. He's never been to the beach. He's never seen really anything outside of his little domain there. And he's like, nah, I'm good. I, I got my mud pies. Like, and he doesn't, he doesn't know. He doesn't understand what he is rejecting, what he's saying no to because he has no concept. And, and the parents are like, no, no. I mean, you know, parents would just pick him up, put him in the car and let's go. And, and I think God even sometimes does that for us too, you know, cause he knows, he knows we need a taste. We need a little something, you know, to, to get us moving and to begin to understand what we're missing. Um, but I, I really believe that even that is not a, a good enough comparison of the drastic difference, you know, between, what we're currently living in, in our own world, and then what God wants to offer to us, uh, you know, and it's not even like, um, it's not even in like a health and prosperity kind of gospel oriented kind of way, but in a recognizing the very thing you've been created for. When, when you begin to fulfill and walk in the very thing that you were created for, the sense of fulfillment, and I think uh, the word that keeps coming to my mind is integrity, that, that all of you is one together for this thing that God has created you for, that that creates a sense, uh, because there's... Uh, when you get uh, divided, that's where I think stress and pressure and, um, and even like, um, you know, mental, like dissidence kind of happens when, when there's inconsistencies inside of you. Um, And so it's really deep and profound, actually, what, what God wants to do in us, and that it kind of flows out of this dedication thing that we begin to you know, as you step into the first 15 and do a 40 day worship challenge and you just walk through the door of surrender and you're like, okay, I don't even know what I'm doing. And so Lord, here I am. I just lay myself down. Well, then, then you get to the place where God's like, all right, you know, like you've, you've laid down on the floor long enough. Now I've, now I've actually got some things for you to do. Um, and, and so then it's like that next step of learning. Okay. Now, now I'm going to go from here and I'm actually going to accomplish some stuff. And he's like, but I don't want you to accomplish your agenda. I've got an agenda, you know, like I've got a plan and a purpose for your life. That's going to impact other people's lives and purposes. And, uh, and it's going to be good. And so um, as I was thinking about this, uh, I was wondering, and maybe it's going to come in the form of stories and testimonies, but um, I think uh, a key part of this is like, how, how do I, how do I walk this out practically? Like, what are, what are your thoughts on, on the practical kind of like, Hey, uh, not that it's going to be, you know, steps one, two, three, do these three things every day, but just kind of, you know, two or three practical ideas of how can someone who has never really uh, consciously tried to dedicate their day to the Lord, how, how would they walk in that? Well, I think that we're going to talk a little about that and listen and obey. Those will unfold. But I, I, as you were sharing and as I'm thinking about this, obviously, 
we're just in real time here and we're sharing with those that are listening. I think the most practical thing we could do is just say it, <laughs> is just say, Lord, I dedicate this day to you. Just try it. I, I think I always talk about surrender as a surrender habit. And always people say after the 40-day worship challenge, I didn't realize how unsurrendered I was until I began to surrender. Then I realized, wow, as I started to surrender, I realized I hadn't surrendered that. I hadn't surrendered that. I think the same is true for dedicate. As you just say to the Lord in your heart of hearts, Lord, I want to follow you today in the first 15. Because remember, these are seven simple keys or seven keys or steps or whatever we call it, seven reflections or seven principles or they're seven. And, 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 and they're thoughts, biblical thoughts that we're trying to integrate into our life as an impartation from the Holy Spirit to walk out this mysterious walk with the living God like they did in the garden before the fall. But we have the Holy Spirit now living in us. And so this is so exciting that we can even experience his presence all day. This is so, just the thought of it in, your, in terms of what your question was, what are the practical, the practical is, let's try it. Let's say that in the morning with a specific give. He's asked us to yield our life as a living sacrifice. Let's do the give. Let's, let's release it. Let's say it. Let's say, Lord, I, I want to try this. Don't make this so hard that people can't get it. Just, I think if people just say, if, if the listeners today said tomorrow morning, Jesus, I dedicate my day to you. Please just lead, guide, and direct me. I open up my heart to you now. Now we'll get to see what happens in the day. Now the exciting piece to the guy that said, that, that, to the guy that said, uh, I started to see all these things I did. The, the exciting part is what happens as a result of dedicating our day to him, of opening up our will to his will, starting to move out and accomplish what he has. So maybe they're they're moving forward in something. The Lord says, hey, text this person an encouraging word. I've never texted that person. You know, and then they have this dialogue with the Lord suddenly. And that's listen and obey. But and we'll, So again, we're trying to sync these all up. So at the point of dedicating, we're going to begin to hear the Lord more and we're going to begin to respond more. And that's what's going to be exciting. What actually happens during the day as we yield our life over? I wanted to say that one of the challenging pieces maybe be, might be is trusting the Lord with all of our life. I, I, I think really that's the ask from the Lord is that we trust him. <laughs> it, it, I think we're so used to controlling our lives, so used to having our own agendas, so used to designing our own thing that, that we take over control. And what the beauty of this full 40-day worship challenge is, is yielding that control over to the Holy Spirit to lead, guide, and direct our life into all he has. But this idea of trust is so fundamental to this. We, we, because really people have been hurt. You know, if you're a listener and trust has been broken by man, the one thing we know that God will never let us down. 
But sometimes our interpretation of trying to trust the Lord is muddled with our own experiences and the pain we've gone through and the troubles we've experienced. And we've trusted people. They've let us down. We've all done that. That's not, that's, that's not, that's not something unique to any one of us. That's something common to all of us. And, but God's not like man. He, he takes our life and then he brings forth something amazing out of it. I've never had anyone that's dedicated their life say, oh, it's worse. <laughs> no, they, it, was like, it was like our friend Adam says, he, he asked them how they're doing. And, and then after they tell him, they say, how that's, how's that working for you? <laughs> you know, by controlling your own life. Why don't we try this? Let's go on the 40-day worship challenge together and see what God can do if we'll surrender, dedicate, yield our life open yield our life over to him, open our heart, trust. Trusting God is so fundamental in dedicating our life to him. And it says in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, fantastic uh, uh, verses here, famous actually. But sometimes we can just know we know it, but it's practicing this. It's, it's, it's actually practicing these verses is trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do. This is what dedicate is. Seek his will. Not that he's on our agenda, but we're on his agenda. I think if we could just out of this podcast, just get the mindset. Oh, when I dedicate my life to the Lord and it's not my own, I'm on his agenda. That might even be the first novel thought that you get like, oh, what would that look like? And it, and, and I'm, that's what I think is the anticipation and the excitement of the day. What does that look like? Where are we going, Lord? It's, I think it's like the Lord in the car and, and the doors open on the passenger side and he's the dad and he's driving and he's inviting us to get in the car. We go, where are we going? He just, he's still just inviting us in the car. He goes, he goes because the big idea, it's not, where we're going it's who we're going with that's so good it's that we get in the car with him and that's that already is the it doesn't matter at this point where we're going but it will matter because everything god does matters and he's chosen to partner with us and and in terms of extending his kingdom and so to me First, in dedication, it has to be the excitement about that we're with him. And then the secondary thing is, what are we going to do? I got that in control. I'll take care of that. He already knows. He designed our gifts and talents. He knows the personality he gave us. He knows where we're supposed to function in the body of Christ. He knows what uh, profession we're supposed to have. I was a dentist. I was in 13 years old. (laughs) I remember my mom said, do you think you'd like to be a dentist or a weatherman? <laughs> I thought to myself, I'm 13. What, what? And, and it instantly, in that second, the Lord imparted into my heart to be a dentist. I'll start crying when I think about this. Never deviated from that. Wanted to have a spirit-filled dental practice. What's so weird about journeying with the Lord and being on his journey, I've already retired. Like, I mean, to me, that's 
mind-boggling that at third, I'm 64 and retired from dentistry, not retired from life, just, just not doing that because the Lord ended that. I remember the day the Lord told me one day, this is going to be done pretty soon. And I remember 18 months later, it was 20 months later, it was done. We're on this journey. We, we, no, 99% of it, we're not even going to be able to predict going into that day what's going to happen. The beautiful thing is he's leading it. That's, <laughs> we want to make sure of that for the day. And I always think about this thing, this whole concept is so hard to describe. But it is described in this passage. And in, in, in six, it says, seek his will in all you do. That's dedicate. And here it is. And he will show you the path to take. I had this vision once where I realized I was on this path and the Lord said, you know, I reveal my path to you every morning that you meet with me. I reveal the path. And I, I had a almost a breakdown moment of just not just of thankfulness that I don't have to figure out this complicated path of life that he's already got the path set out for me. So to me, it's, it's basis then comes back to trust. Are we going to trust him with our life? If, if you're, if honestly, if you're listening to this and you're dealing with a trust issue because of hurts, I, I, I want you to be able in the morning to step into this new level of trust in the Lord with all your heart to just Say it, Lord, or recite this verse in your first 15 for several weeks, maybe, maybe months. Lord, help me to trust you and go on your journey today. Because the Lord doesn't force us to be on the journey with him. He wants us to want to be on the journey with him and to surrender to the journey. He's always there. He never goes anywhere. He never leaves. He's always with us. But it's, it's I, I guess the word I want to say is trust. And the word I want to say is discovery. The word I want to say is intimacy. The word I want to say is possibilities. The word I want to say, people that are meeting with the Lord, they're doing stuff that's extraordinary. Writing books, posting on Facebook. They weren't doing any of that before meeting with the Lord. I'm thinking, wow. But that wasn't in the morning they did that. That was out of the leading, out of the dedication. The person might have been scared to death to put that first post out on Facebook. <laughs> I don't know where they went to push the button. Or am I going to be rejected? Is this good? Hey, the Lord said, the Holy Spirit said, push the button. Just push the button. <laughs> like, 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 like. Oh, uh, you know, because that's part of the leading. I don't think people know. Well, they don't know what the possibilities are that God has for them if they'll just trust him. Yeah. So those are, those are, I, I just feel like there are some elements to this. It's, it's, it's say it, Lord, I dedicate this day to you. Say it. Just a simple prayer. Lord, I, Jesus, I trust you today. I'm terrified to trust you, but, but I trust you because I'm so used to controlling everything. 
I had this vision of a person even today who's going on the 40 day worship. I could already see what was going to happen to their life. I already could see it. <laughs> I don't think they could see it, but I, maybe they could, but maybe they're so stuck in it that an outside observer can go, just do it. Just give it to him. Trust him. Trust me. Trust him. You know, we always worry to say, trust me. But I mean, just, just, but trust him. The, really, the word is trust me. It, the capital M E, not me. Trust me, the Lord is saying. I feel to every listener, if I could say it with the sense of emotion that's in me, the Lord's saying to you, trust me. Not man. Trust me. I, I know we surrender. I know we come under. I know, but but we're we all make mistakes. We all let people down. Nobody's outside of that realm if we're human. Only God. Only God can say, trust me with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge me, and I will direct your path. Wow, what a what an invite. I don't see that as something I have to do. I see that as an invitation to something. That's he's inviting me into this. So that's my thoughts on, on your question. So I hope yeah. those answered the question, but they, 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 they spark something because I think technically we try to be mechanical when this is all relational. And when it's, we try to make it what we think it's supposed to be when he wants to show us what it is. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're always wanting to define it and to clarify it and to uh, to have it all laid out so that it's according to our own understanding. You know, I mean, I think that's the big challenge. Uh, I remember as a little kid kind of selecting Proverbs three, five and six as my life scripture, you know, whatever that means. And um, it was easy. It was easy as an eight year old uh, to select that as a life scripture, because uh, as an eight year old, you're own understanding is almost non-existent so there's not much to lean on so when you tell me not to lean on it that's no big deal <clears throat> but the older you get the more life you've lived the more things you think you understand the the greater the temptation is to lean on your own understanding and um and so that i mean i think that's that's the battle for every adult you know and we probably have a majority of adults listening to this, uh, this podcast. So we don't have a lot of kids, you know, dialing in. Uh, so that's, that's the, the burden that we bear is getting past what we think we know, what we think we understand uh, and surrendering our agenda to his agenda. And I actually think you laid out some, some pretty practical steps there, you know, just as we, as we say, this whole dedicate um, key is about walking with God all day long, not just during our time alone with God. It's actually inviting God uh, from the alone time into the all the time, into the into the all parts of the day. And that's where we start to see some real fireworks happen in our life as we begin to see God have impact on the every moment part of our day, not just in the early moments. And so, um, so walking with God all day long, being in his presence all day. Um, and I think that that takes a, an element of cultivation. Um, it really is thinking, it's thinking differently about your day 
Um, and so the, the first step in this process is like we've been talking about, just get there, just get to your time alone with God. But then I think there are practical things that we do along the way to help our brains think differently about our relationship with God, because I think that's kind of what has gotten a lot of people into some really challenging places is having wrong thoughts and concepts of what it means to have a relationship with God. Um, like we've talked about, they think it's a duty. They think it's a, it's a, you know, you got to check the boxes and, you know, it's like, no, we're not telling you to do something. We're telling you to meet with someone. We're telling you to have a relationship with someone. And that's different than having a task to do. Um, because if I tell you, Hey, Mark, go hang out with your best friend. I'm not giving you a task to do. I'm just like directing you to continue to develop that relationship. And you're like, well, of course, why wouldn't I do that? Like, like, uh, no, he's my best friend. They're like, what, we're going to go watch a movie together. Or we're going to go have lunch together. We're going to go have a cup of coffee together. Like all, all of these things like, well, yeah, that's easy. No problem. And that literally legitimately is how we should view time alone with God. Like what? Oh, you want me to go hang out with my best friend? Come on. You know, like, and it's like the, you're, it's like the richest, um, smartest, uh, most able, most capable, most loving, most complete friend you could ever have you know like let's say uh and i know a lot of people don't love uh bill gates you know because there's you know there's good things about bill gates and there's bad things but he's got lots and lots and lots of money right so from a from a resource standpoint if you're best friends with bill gates and you hit some financial like challenges you're probably not super stressed because you just be like bill uh man uh could you help me out he's like oh well yeah, I dropped $500 on the floor over there. You know, you could go just that, that'll solve your problem. And like, he won't even notice it's gone kind of a thing. And I mean, like, and that's like, not even the full riches and glory of what God has in his storehouse. And so um, I don't know, when you start to put it into those kind of frameworks, it's like, man, he really is. He really is the perfect friend. He is the the perfect father. Like he, he knows, he knows what you need. He knows when to say yes to you. He knows when to say no to you so much so that you can literally ask God for anything and he will not give you things that will hurt you. Even, even if it's something that you desperately want. And I, and I think, and that's where this dedicate and surrender piece is so vital is because sometimes I think, you know, I, like, I don't know, I ask thing I ask for things from God that he never gives me and then later I understand wow that would have been that would have been detrimental to me if God had given me that Lord, Lord thank you thank you for not giving that to me even though even though at the time I experienced deep disappointment uh, for not receiving it um, and so okay I, I'm, I'm super good at uh, rabbit trails but I, I think you know just like you were talking about is rehearsing these scriptures, um, kind of meditating on these scriptures of Proverbs three, five, and six. And I mean, even Isaiah 26, three, you know, he'll keep you in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on you. Like, um, it's, it's uh, cultivating a constant awareness of the presence of God. And then reminding yourself that you have been bought with a price and your life is not your own, you know, out of first Corinthians chapter six. And so, um, and, and that if you like, you know, on your bathroom mirror or your little post-it notes or three by five cards in your pocket or the reminders on your phone. Um, I mean, even to set up like a, almost an hourly, you know, ding on your phone. Hey, remember, you're in the presence of God. 
hey, remember, you're in the presence of God. Hey, remember, you've dedicated this day to the Lord. This day is not yours. It's the Lord's. And and just do that. It sounds silly, but man, we need little things like that to retrain our brains, to set our sights on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. Like not that we focus on the eternal, not just the temporal, that we realize that we are spiritual beings having a temporary natural experience. And so um, trying to keep in proper perspective, the experiences that we're having and the life that we're living and who's, who's we are um, in this whole journey. And so, uh, man, I don't know about you, but that was, that's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of stuff to kind of take in today. So I think uh, we'll just put a bow on that right now and allow people uh, to kind of just kind of soak in that. And, uh, and just remember like, Hey, the agenda that you have today, like just resign that agenda and receive his agenda for the day, receive his plans for the day, because uh, his are better. His are more thought out. His are more complete. Um, and in his presence is fullness of joy. Um, and so let's walk in that today. Let's just enjoy the presence of God today uh, because he loves you and he wants the best for you. And he wants you to be the best for other people. He wants to bless you so that you can be a blessing, so that you can minister to those around you in, in ways you can't even imagine in ways that you don't even feel equipped to do, but because he's in you, because he's flowing through you, it's just, it's powerful. And you'll have people call you or text you and say, you'll have no idea the effect that you had on my life today. And you're like, wow, I, I don't even recall doing anything intentional. Like that's, that's amazing that God could flow through in that situation um, almost without me noticing, you know, like just as a natural outflow of my relationship with him. And so Mark, uh, thank you for today. Thank you for your time. Uh, so appreciate your investment, um, the passion, and just, um, I love that you just, you just speak about who you are and what you do. And so that's, a, there's a real power in your testimony just because it's just who you are. Um, and uh, so thank you so much. And with that, uh, thank you for being a part of our listening audience today. It's been a joy having you with us. Um, you can always reach out to me uh, at growingfaithpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to jump in and give any suggestions of any future topics for uh, podcast episodes, uh, definitely our heart here at the Growing Faith Podcast is to serve you, to provide you with the resources that you need to do all that God has called you to do. Um, so love to help you in that journey. And uh, with that, uh, we will come back again for another episode uh, with Mark Jones as we continue this journey through the unscripted book and uh, just encouraging people to take the 40-day worship challenge and spend time alone with God and dedicate their lives to him. And so with that, God bless you and have the most amazing day.